Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to our May 2011 quiz. And uh, you're watching this quiz on the new CT is Us. And uh, what that allows you to do is get the answers as soon as you uh, put down your answers. You get the correct answers. Anyway, let's get started. And I have 10 terrific cases to go through today. This is a really nice case, and I'm showing to you volume rendering, and I'm showing you MIP. And what you'll notice is, look at the descending colon, look how thickened it is, and look at that bowel loop next to it. That's a loop of small bowel. And when you start looking closely, you see the very prominent vasorecta. So you know this is an inflammatory process, inflammatory bowel disease, but when you look carefully, you see fistulization between small bowel to large bowel, the so-called enteroenteric fistulae. Just a beautiful example. You can get that with colon cancer with large bulky tumors occasionally, but this is not that. This is long segments of diseased bowel with strictures. It's not a perforation. I guess in some ways a fistula is kind of like a perforation, and it's not pseudomembranous colitis. Just a beautiful example of an enteroenteric fistula, which was due to Crohn's disease, which is probably the most common scenario that we indeed will see. This is a great case. This patient presented with abdominal pain. And look at the coronal views and 3D views I've given you of this patient. You see the small bowel is markedly dilated, but what you recognize is the small bowel is all on the right side. There's really no small bowel on the left, almost. The little small bowel that is present on the left toward the left lower quadrant is not dilated. When you see all the bowel pushed to one side, be it left, be it right, you've got to be thinking about an internal hernia. Now, internal hernias can be due to patients having malrotation. Um, you could see obstruction with dilated bowel with a twisted amidgut volvulus. Uh, this patient, in a sense, I guess you could argue, probably does have ischemic bowel, so maybe D should be the correct answer. But for the best answer, it's really an internal hernia with small bowel twisting and uh, tracking into an internal hernia, causing obstruction. And this, of course, is a surgical emergency. If you get to the patient to surgery early, this patient can survive and will survive. If it's late, the bowel will be infarcted and survival will be in doubt. This is a wonderful case. When you're looking at it, what am I seeing? I'm seeing soft tissue mass infiltrating around the aorta and IVC, and you even can see narrowing of the aorta just above the aorto-iliac uh, bifurcation. You can think about lymphoma, but it's not like discrete nodes, which you typically see with lymphoma or almost any malignancy, be it testicular or other metastasis to the nodes. This is really a sheet of tissue. It's infiltrating, and this is best defined as retroperitoneal fibrosis. Can you see TB? I guess the answer is possibly yes. Ovarian cancer gives you carcinomatosis, can give you nodes, but this sheet, which typically will also encase the ureters potentially, is something we think about with retroperitoneal fibrosis. Okay? This is a great case, and I've showed you examples of this. I just had this case recently, patient with abdominal pain and palpable mass, and you see a large mass, not very subtle. The key thing this case shows very nicely is the masses arising off the anterior aspect of the stomach. This is so-called GIST, gastrointestinal stromal tumors. Stomach's a common location. You can see there is tumor implants near the gallbladder. They can get liver mets, which are cystic. They can get um, mesenteric and mental implants, which are cystic and solid. But just a beautiful example. GIST tumors enhance a little bit, but um, not uh, very extensively. And just, just a wonderful example. This patient had GI bleeding, and look at the duodenum. Look at that enhancing lesion, and in fact, you can see an ulceration. It's an enhancing lesion kind of opposite where the uh, ampulla is. 
is vascular. Remember we talked about vascular lesions. Think about carcinoid. Think about gist tumor. So my two favorites here are gist versus carcinoid. Because it is very vascular and duodenum is a great location, I'm thinking duodenal carcinoid tumor. Could this be metastatic renal cancer? The answer is yes, but the patient has the kidneys in place. It's not an appearance of lymphoma. Okay, so that's very important. This is a very nice example. I'm showing you arterial and late phase imaging, and this is just a nice example of a bulky tumor of the bladder, classic bladder carcinoma. It's enhancing lobular. You can get enhancement of the bladder with bad cystitis, but it's typically diffuse. Here it's focal and mass-like, and on delayed phase imaging with the bladder distended, you can see the lobulations. Very, very nice example of bladder adenocarcinoma. It's not lymphoma. It's nothing else. Okay? Very nice. This is a great case. When you look at this case carefully, you see cirrhosis, splenomegaly, and ascites, and then you see this really brisk enhancement around the region of the porta. You recognize that some of this is due to cavernous transformation of the portal vein, due to portal vein occlusion, but then you see other vessels tracking toward the left lobe of the liver, and you recognize what you're dealing with in this case is both tumor and the sequela of tumor. There are also satellite lesions enhancing in the left lobe of the liver, and this is just a wonderful example of hepatoma with cavernous transformation of the portal vein and AV shunting. If I showed you delayed phase imaging or more additional images, you would have seen the portal vein thrombus. You would have gotten some additional findings in the porta, but just a very nice example of showing you AV shunting on the arterial phase imaging. Just a very, very nice example. This is a case we did recently, and I thought I'd show you this very nice example. The first thing is showing you the patient's pulmonary valve. And pulmonary valves, you don't often see this well. My experience is when you see them well, it's because it's thickened and patients have pulmonary hypertension. You also see the main pulmonary artery is dilated, the right and left main pulmonary arteries are dilated. There's a classic example of pulmonary hypertension, and with the pulmonary hypertension, you're dealing with thickened valves. So B is the best answer. This is a wonderful case, and this case is sort of an end mini in many ways. Look at the patient's talus. There's a cystic lesion with a dense central nidus. I just described to you an osteoastioma. They're not uncommon in the foot, and when they do occur in the foot, the best place probably is the talus, there's little sclerotic margins. It's a very, very nice example. Classic osteoastioma, and hopefully you all got that one right. This is a nice case, just to show you 2D and 3D imaging. There's a lesion in the duodenum, third portion, it's fatty density, classic lipomas. Most lipomas do not cause problems. Occasionally they can bleed. If they get large enough, they can intersuscept. But again, it's often, as in this case, an incidental finding, important to recognize as an incidental finding, and typically is a leave alone lesion. Well, those are 10 terrific cases for the month of May. Hopefully you got them all right, and if you didn't, take a listen to how we explain the correct answers. And with that, have a great day.